Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, news, and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the eagle eye, Bill Serna. Now, it's time for Rollin' Eagles Football Pre-Game Show. Here's Sonny Clark. All right, everybody, welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio coming to you here on the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they're on the road taking on the Plano Wildcats located at Wildcat Stadium in Plano, Texas. And of course the pregame show being brought to you by the Bullet Experience. The Bullet Experience is a family friendly multi-sports complex designed to promote confidence and fun no matter what the sport or activity. Make sure you check out the Bullet Experience as they offer recreational and comp complete competitive sports teams, leagues, tournaments, instructions, training, youth camps, you name it, they got it going on over at the Bullet Experience, regardless whatever it may be, whether it's football, basketball, or volleyball, any of the sports that you think that you might need, or if you just need personal training. Come in and take a look at the Bullet Experience located at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Check them out there. You can always also uh, find out a little bit more about it by stopping by and, and look, taking a look at the facility or give them a call at 214-326-7853. That's 214-326-7853. Make sure you go with the Bullet Experience. Train with the professionals as you probably already know Melvin Bullet, former Indianapolis Colt uh, cornerback, as well as Melvin being that part. Uh, Terrence went to uh, went up to Canada, played in the Canadian Football League, and of course Jerry Bullet himself, the Jerry Bullet Training Center um, with the Washington Redskins. All of them went to Texas Tech, so they're the local guys. They know how important it is to get involved with your kids at a young age to do what they need to do in order to achieve what they're trying to achieve, whether it's going to college or whether they want to become a professional. Might as well learn from the professionals. That's at the bullet experience. So here we are in week number three here. Our final game of the out-of-district games, and we are set here as far as what we're going to see. I, I think the first two games for the Rowland Eagles set up good for this team that they're playing this week. Of course, the Plano Wildcats. And you can say whatever you want about the Plano Wildcats and what is going on with them. This is a tough team, but they're both... Uh, this team is 1-1. One one. They... Um, lost uh, the uh, first game uh, when they went out and tried to do something and unfortunately took the loss uh, in the first game to Hebron 53-26. to Well, they came back last week and they took on a team in El Paso. They played this game over at Ford Center and this was the big story, guys, um, as the 
horrible El Paso shooting that happened was a graduate of Plano High School and this game had actually been planned. They really had nothing to do with today's situation. The person who was accused of doing those horrific things um, graduated many, many years ago. So when this game was set and ready to go, it was set at a neutral site, but they really thought that this would be a problem. So what happened and as much as if you listen to the Couch Potato Sports Show, as much as you'll hear me criticize one Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones stepped in and said there's no need for us not to have this game. Why don't we have it over at Ford Center at the Star in Frisco, Texas? And that's exactly what happened. Uh, so um, he props out to Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys for providing a place for this game uh, with security and everything else. And, and, uh, and the great story about it all, there wasn't even one problem whatsoever regarding that situation. And so they got that game off. The Plano Wildcats did get the victory 43-28. to That game happened again over at Ford Center, over at the Star in Frisco. It was set to be played on a neutral site anyway, uh, but this way they could control what was going on. They can have the security that they needed to have. And this was turned out to be a great thing. But when you look at everything as far as that game was concerned, this was more of we, we cannot stop what we do on a regular basis regardless of the situation and look back and regret not doing something because of fear. Jerry Jones helped that happen, and again, I give him all the props in the world. Fantastic job in working with the team that uh, came from El Paso. It was Eastwood, and it was just it was just a great experience. So much so, I wish that I could have attended that game, but unfortunately, we were doing a game of our own, or I would have went to that game just to be around what that whole thing means. You know, and. In high school football and high school sports in general, especially when you know tragic things happen, high school football is that constant. Now we can talk about regular you know football like NFL and basketball, all the teams that are in Dallas, but I'm talking about small cities and Plano and what happened over in El Paso. Obviously, over in El Paso, they don't have anything, so they have to lean on high school sports just as much as if you go back a few years right here in Rowlett the day after Christmas where a tornado ripped right through our town and say whatever you want during that time it was after football season but basketball had to continue and they and, and that's part of healing and that's one of the things about sports that people I don't think really understand what sports is all about or maybe to a level or a magnitude that someone would understand if they were going through something like that. You know, if you've never been through something like that, whether obviously being what happened over in El Paso or whether it be the tragedy of what a uh, nature does to a city like it did in Rowlett with the tornado, um, it, it might be hard to understand why moving on and using sports as that tool to help move on 
it is so important. And guys, I will say it all day long, and I keep saying it. The city of Rowlett, during that time when that tornado ripped through this whole town, everybody came together. Everybody stood together. Everybody wanted to do something. So much so they had to keep the police in the area to keep people not from going in and looting, but keeping people going in to help and in a situation that might not have been safe for those people to help so it it's a it's an amazing thing that you'll see regarding what people do within their own community and then they lean upon in the small cities such as a Rowlett, such as maybe even el paso even though it's not small uh, but the high school leaning up on high school sports that help them heal to help them mend their wounds to help them get back to some sort of resemblance of normalcy after something like that happens. So, uh, great job there by uh, Jerry Jones and the Ford Center over at the Star uh, over in Frisco and congratulations for that. And the, the win did happen with uh, uh, the Plano Wildcats. They did get that victory there um, over Eastwood, El Paso, 43 to 28. So, uh, that's the game that you look at, you know, as far as what you're going to be taking a look at. So what we're going to do here though, is we're going to take a quick break here on the couch potato sports show. But when we come back, let's take a look at what happened as far as Plano, where they are this point of the season after two out of district games and what things look like for Plano as they move forward, not only against the Raleigh Eagles here uh, on Friday night, but for the rest of the season. So we'll do that. We'll take that quick break here on the couch potato sports show. Of course, the Couch Potato Sports Show being brought to you by, again, the Bullet Experience. Make sure you come in contact with Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853. Or go check out that beautiful facility over at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Check it out there. Uh, it's at Princeton Road in Liberty Grove, just on the outside of Waterview. So uh, if you got any kind of sports, or if you're looking to go ahead and move forward and get a good training regimen going... Make sure you check them out before you do anything because I think you'll be completely surprised about what is there. And if you have a child that wants to move forward into a sport, get training, get the right type of trainings from the right type of people, the Bullet Experience is for you. So make sure you check them out. So let's take do that. Let's take the quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. We'll be right back. This is Sunday Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Karen McKinney of Budget Blinds of Rowlett. Find a little inspiration by browsing our product, whether it be the latest trends, child safety, or smart home technology, and more. Contact Karen McKinney at 972-722-9300 or visit her on the web at budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. You can also learn who they are, as well as their approach and products, and you can also schedule a free home consultation. Again, contact Karen at 972-722-9300 or log online, budgetblinds.com forward slash Rowlett. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting located in Rowlett. 
Did you know that Perfection Body Sculpting doesn't just offer laser lipo and radio frequency for body contouring? We also offer cellulite reduction and skin tightening as well as thermal lift and cosmetic and collagen facial creams as well as top of the line facial masks to help reduce fine wrinkles. There are also gift certificates as well as gift baskets with awesome products in it. Call today for your appointment and get three 24 gold facial masks with the purchase of a $69 consultation that includes a 30 minute laser lipo session. So contact 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionbodysculpt.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Landon Huey and 19 Ministries. One of the things we want to do is we have this idea, the name that's kind of sticking right now is Rowlett Revival. And we know that there are a lot of hurting um, and broken people across the city. Um, out of a population of 60,000, there's close to 40,000 that aren't saved. And we want to do like a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we will bring in a guest speaker and he's just going to share the love of Christ and we want to connect people in the city up with churches and where they can find a healthy church family and find people that believe in them and find a God that loves them. Jesus came for a broken world and man, he, he loves and cares for everybody in the city. And so we're excited about that. We're working through details right now, but our vision is to see God's going to reach a lot of people. So make sure you contact Landon Huey at 19 Ministries at 972-835-8665 or check them out on the web at 19ministries.org or uniterowlet.org. This is Sammy Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, asking, are you looking for a new home? Want to know what your house could sell for in today's market? Then you need to contact realtor Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group at Keller Williams Rockwall. Whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or investing, he can help you get where you need to be. Visit rayhubbardrealestategroup.com or make an appointment today by calling 214-236-2914. That's 214-236-2914. Jeremy Morgan with Ray Hubbard Real Estate Group, Keller Williams, Rockwall. Find out how Merchant Masters, DFW, specializing in small business companies, can help you save money and protect your customers' information with our credit card processing and point-of-sale systems. In 95% of our cases, our services save our clients money. So, what makes Merchant Masters, DFW, different from all the others? It's an integrity-first approach to each client we work with so you receive the very best including financial savings, lowest possible rates, superior technology, and improved support. So claim your free audit at MerchantMastersDFW.com or contact John Beeman at 262-339-5470 for more information. That's 262-339-5470. Merchant Masters DFW, different from all the rest. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about RowlettFood.com. Do you want to have dinner delivered but you don't want to use Uber Eats? 
contact someone locally that can do the same thing at a better price and faster. All you have to do is pick a restaurant on the list at the website, tell us what you'd like to order, then check out and you'll have your food within 25 to 45 minutes depending on distance. Check out RowlettFoods.com for your next meal at Raising Cane's, Golden Pie, Ponchos and Lefty and more. Give us a call at 972-408-8002 or check us out on the web at RowlettFood.com. And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they are actually on the road there in Plano. They will be taking on the Plano Wildcats. Uh, and folks, we, we talk about what what goes on for football teams and what they got to do in order to get ready for a game and things of that sort. Again, we take the step back and see what happened last week uh, as far as Plano. Getting that victory was a big-time victory for them at, on a very emotional night as well, uh, remembering the situation, what had happened over in El Paso. And uh, so uh, really cool thing for them, a big-time win for them getting uh, that victory that night that was huge again they did take the loss against Hebron week number one um, 53 to 26 uh, so and that game was actually at Hebron so uh, then the neutral field game that happened um, over at Jerry World is what we call it so they actually come home and your Rowlett Eagles are on the road to take them on now when you take a look at the Plano Wildcats even though they're scheduled they're set at one and one. Their schedule is brutal, and we we say that because they play in a uh, a district that their first game within district is against the Allen Eagles. Okay, now this game will be played at home for them as well. So they got this week at home and next week at home uh, as well. But they're going up against the powerhouse that is the Allen Eagles next week. So they need to have a good game against Rowlett to where they can mentally get ready for what's about ready to happen to them because everybody knows who the Allen Eagles are. Okay, I say it all the time, even though it's like Forrest Gump, they know who the Allen Eagles are, they're Janae. They do. They know what's out of their way. You're talking about, you know, obviously multiple state champions, been in championship games. Um, so they know what's coming their way. So they need to have this game against Rowlett. They have got to take that step forward to get ready to mentally get set to take on the Allen Eagles. So knowing what they're going to do and knowing this district of football it is absolutely crazy because when you look at where, where they play, they, they play in 6A Region 2, District 9, okay? And that, that is the Allen Eagles and the, uh, the Prosper um, team, 
that we've seen the first week. So Allen and Prosper right now both at 2-0 on the season. Uh, McKinney Boyd is right behind them at 1-1, as well as McKinney themselves, and then Plano both at 1-1. So now the thing about that is, is when you take a look at the numbers and you see what you're doing, in two games, the Plano Wildcats have given up over 80 points, 81 points to be exact, in two games. But you also got to take a look at the number as well. They have almost scored 70 points, 69 points. So that's 34 and 35 points a game average. So the Rowlett Eagles know what's coming their way as far as that is concerned. So, but um, the rest of the standings in that district, Plano East, Plano West, as well as now it's both 0-2 outside of district. So... As far as Plano is concerned, you saw a team that finished the season five and five last year, and this within this district, you know, you're looking at Prosper Allen already going, and last year um, McKinney Boyd, okay, opening up the new stadium and everything else, and then of course just regular, you know, Plano East and Plano, uh, Plano East and Plano West, all those teams in contentions within those divisions outside of Prosper and Allen, all of them were fighting for the final two spots. So uh, nothing I don't think is going to change when it comes to what you could take a look at as far as the standings are concerned within that district of football, but you take a look at uh, Plano. This is a football team that wants to be there. This is a football team that has been there before as well. So this is a game that they need to go in and, again, set the tone for them mentally into the game uh, against Allen the next week. So when you take a look at that, again, Hebron uh, got the victory 53-26 to in week number one, week number two, 43-28 over El Paso uh, Eastwood. So what is going on? What are you going to take a look at when you go over there and see what's going to happen uh, over at, at uh, Wildcat Stadium? Well, they got a quarterback that's a pretty darn good one and has been playing pretty well. But not really, he's not tearing down the walls at the quarterback position. In two games, you're looking at uh, Oliver Towns at 22 of 47. He's completing 46.8% of his passes uh, for 365 yards, six touchdowns, and two TDs. So he's averaging three touchdowns and an interception a game. So that means the Rowlett Eagles have got to figure out how to get that interception and stop the touchdown passes that are happening. So when you, you look at the receiving portion of it, Jaden Chambers, um, this is a kid that started off as sophomore because this guy played the last time that we got together and the year before that right here in the stadium. He's got 12 receptions for 179 yards, about a 15 yards a catch and three touchdowns. Christian Sabatini, four catches, 89 yards and a touchdown, averaging 22 point three point yards a game then nolan williams with two catches 44 yards and he's got two touchdowns an average of 22 uh, yards a catch of course there's only two uh but big time numbers there cody uh christ three catches 25 yards and one catch for jc perry um for them on the offensive side of the ball receiving the ball 
Now, when you take a look at the rushing portion of it, there's a guy that's handling it. That's Cody Christ, who was has that one catch for nine yards. So we already see one thing right there. When you look at this team, you see Cody Christ is not a guy that gets out into the passing formations. With only three, um, mark that Cody Chris had three catches, twenty-five. So in three games, it's about one, one and a half a game that you'll see him out there. So we have to concentrate on Cody Kristen stopping him from running the football, as he has twenty-six uh, attempts of rushings, two hundred yards, averaging seven point seven yards a carry. And I'm telling you right now, that's going to get you first down after first down after first down. Three touchdowns up on the season for Cody Crest. Then you go to the next guy who's rushed the ball. It's Tylen Hines. Now Tylen Hines is also another guy that does not get out in the passing. They rush the football. 12 rushes, 78 yards and a touchdown, averaging 6.5 yards a carry. Then we go to C.J. Perry. Same thing with him. Nine, uh, nine rushes, 18 yards. Oliver Towns, eight rushes for 16 yards. So when you look at the quarterback, he doesn't rush the ball. So you're looking at a atypical pocket passer when he does po- uh, pass the football uh, before he hands it off. So And the, the good mix between those numbers as well, as you see that there's 47 uh, passing attempts. And 56 uh, rushes as well. So they, they're kind of keeping it a little bit more rushing of the game compared to passing. So when you look at it, nine more passes than rushes. Kind of right there, you know, a 45, 45-55 uh, percentage uh, rushing compared to passing. So... You, you don't know exactly what you're going to get, but if you know what's running, you know who's going to get the ball. It's going to be Cody Christer, Tylen Ty, uh, Hines, whoever is in the game at that time. So that it makes it a little bit more easier, believe it or not, because when you don't have to really completely concentrate on one guy, like Jalen Smith last year, last week, you know, with the Rockwall Yellow Jackets, you know, th- th- those kind of things make a big difference. You can play a style of football that you're used to instead of having to worry about or maybe cheat and maybe double team on a player this is where the Raleigh Eagles can go ahead and just be a football team and not have to worry about a threat um, all of them are just regular footballers so get in there and get it. same thing with the Raleigh Eagles if you look at those and we'll take a look at those stats here in just a moment but when you look at those stats on the other side you kind of get the same thing running that way so you know what is going to happen here with uh, with playing know as far as what they're going to do they're just going to be a football team around 50 50 on the rushing and everything else is going to be there so that is good for them so when you take a look at that and see how things are going to work out for uh the uh Plano Wildcats and where they're at, we'll take a look at their schedule as far as Plano is concerned for the rest of the season because again remember when you talk a team that is uh, playing in such a killer, uh, a killer division of football. They've got a lot of other things that they've got to worry about. So when you look at Plano again, you, we talked about their first two games, and of course they have the Rowlett Eagles that they're going to be looking at. The rest of the schedule works out for Plano like this. Um, after this week, the Rowlett Eagles they go they get Allen. Then after Allen on September 27th, they get. Uh, 
Plano West. That game is going to happen uh, at the home field of Plano West. Then they play at McKinney over at the new McKinney ISD Stadium uh, on October 10th. So they have the bye week the first week of October there. Then on October 18th, they get Plano East. That's going to be happening at Wildcat Stadium. Then on October 25th, they're at Dallas Gazette for that game. They're on the road. Then at home against McKinney Boyd. That game happens on November 1st. And they wrap up the season at Plain uh, Prosper at their new stadium over there that we opened up uh, uh, just a couple weeks ago that game happens on uh, November 8th over at Prosper so that is the way the schedule works out for Plano so again an important game for Plano to come out against the Rowlett Eagles and have success and you know looking at the schedule it is brutal so uh, big time positivity going into that game is going to be very imperative for what they may see for the rest of the season and how they proceed into to the rest of the season. So that's taking a look at the Plano Wildcats up on the other side. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take the quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show being brought to you by the Bullet Experience. Uh, we'll check out what is happening on the Rowlett Eagles side. We'll take a look at some things. We'll talk about the game that happened last week. And we'll have also special guests in today's pregame show. How about we bring in the head coach of the Rowlett Eagles varsity basketball team we'll have jason bush on with us as well after the next segment so what we're going to do now take that quick break here on the couch potato sports show and your rowlett eagles radio network i'll be right back Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Liberty Air and Heat. Everybody knows what the Texas Heat can do your air conditioning and heating systems. That's why you need the experts that deliver the best and most honest service in the Rowlett area. 
We provide the high quality air conditioning and heating services that keep you more comfortable when you need it. We strive to always meet and exceed customers' expectations, competency, and accountability as well as satisfaction. So contact Liberty Air and Heat at 469-678-9444 or visit them on the web at libertyairandheat.com. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullet at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. Being taken for a ride? Check out Coslow Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Coslow Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road, where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at coslowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? The prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement failed to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nesteggadvice.com. There is nothing that beats good home-cooked barbecue. Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall off the bone ribs, Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110, in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash for lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great-tasting barbecue, come see us at Dickie's Barbecue today.
Welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show in the pregame show. Your Rowland Eagles on the road taking on a tough team in the Plano Wildcats. So uh, we talked a little bit about what Plano was going through last week. We talked about their their situation as far as their schedule and where they are in the play in, in the standings and things like that. So now it's time to look at the home team, the team that we come and we see each and every week. By the way, in the years that we've been calling Rowlett Eagle football, we haven't missed a game. And that continues this week and will continue for the rest of the season. As for the last seven years, we have not missed one Rowlett Eagles varsity football game uh, it being out on the road. Now, I have called the game by myself, and it was a playoff game where, unfortunately, my uh, color commentator, uh, the Eagle Eye Bill Cerna could not join us, but I did call a game down uh, over in Waco, a playoff game without it, and believe me, it, it's much better having Bill there, and by the way, I got Bill a new toy, I got him a new flag, he, when he sees the flag, he likes to throw him, and I catch it, and I know there's a flag, and then I can call it out there as well, so uh, we have a little fun with it, we'll also check out the Facebook Live, guys, we got it now completely all figured out, and you will get the commercials, something I did for our sponsors we didn't promise the um the uh commercials on the facebook live you'll see the facebook live on my facebook page uh so you can check out the game there and the, the ads that will be going there uh we finally figured it out and got the audio and everything really good for it so it's all set and ready to go um we didn't take a lot but it just took a little ingenuity to get it done so we are all there so now let's take a look at your rally eagle Unfortunately, they are 0-2 out on the season. Um, and when you looked at the schedule and you thought about where the Rowlett Eagles could be, I don't think it's very much of a surprise if you dive into high school football. Okay. Now, if you are a homer and you are that home guy, I expected them to be 2-0. I respect that big time. Um, but at the same time, being in what we do as far as the Eagle Eye, Bill Cerna and I, for the team to be 0-2 right now is not a surprise to us. We obviously hope they could be 2-0 or 1-1. But the realist inside of us said, well, it, if they got one of those games, it would probably be very lucky. That is a little bit of a different story come this week because when you look at this game and we've seen where Plano was last year, again, a team that was 5-5 five and five out on the season, you looked at this game out of the three that were out of district and go, oh, yeah. This is an opportunity for us here at, at, uh, at Rowlett to get the job done. Yeah, there, and I also, just to let everybody know, I don't think it's any great big surprise or you, you're, you're thinking to want to think that they have an opportunity to win that is not very far-fetched as well, guys. And, and I say that because when you look at the history of this game itself, you could go back to last year where the Rowlett Eagles got the victory 24 to 17, and that game was over at, at uh, over at Rowlett, over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium, which, by the way, was a very good game uh, for the Rowlett Eagles moving into that uh, moving into that game. You know, so much so that, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen with Topala at the quarterback position, the new time that he was out there, and everything else. Now, the year before that, they did take the loss. 
uh, with Preston Weeks. They lost the game 41-31, to and what I remember about that game is, is there was a weather situation in there. I thought they should have won that game. Um, so I was thinking to myself, well, look at the history on what's going to end up happening there for Rowlett. Look what they do on a week-in, week-out basis during that time. Now, granted, this year is a little bit different. It's not the same team. But we can even go back to the year before that, where the Raleigh Eagles at, uh, at Homer B. Johnson Stadium wiped Plano out, thirty-one to seven. So you know, it, it's not like the Raleigh Eagles have not seen this team, and it's not like the Raleigh Eagles have been able—I I guess you can say—conquer this team because they have done it on a very regular basis. You know, looking at where they are, and, and again, you know. The type of games that these end up being are are really good for them going into the playoffs. So uh, this here should be a very good game. They got one more year within the thing. So next year we will see Plano again over Homer B. Johnson Stadium. So there'll be one more. So, uh, you know, in the line of where it is right now, you know, in the three years that they have been doing this route, it's two and one against them. So uh, they're hoping to go three and one. And I think this is a game that they can do it. Uh, you know, out of the three that they're playing here today, I have no doubt in my mind that if they're going to get that victory, it was going to be this game. And I think they do have a chance. And you just look at the Raleigh Eagles. Yes, of course, they're 0-2 out on the season. Listen, I am not a guy that doesn't recognize what's right in front of them. You know, two two and zero. Oh, you know that should you know that that should probably you know give you a little pause about or zero oh and two. That should give you a little bit of pause about where they are. But at the same time, you got to look at the coaching staff and what they can do and what they have done in the past. Now, this is a little bit different because this team normally has not traditionally got off to a start like this. They've never gone zero and three in the uh, out of district or zero and four at one point when they were doing four games out of district, never have gone uh, a winless during that time. Now, this might be the year that it happens, but this is the team to be able to do it with. And I'm actually excited about this game because I think they can call this. Not only that, I think we're going to see a lot more from the Rowlett Eagles as they move forward as far as the stats and numbers are concerned. So you look at that and where they are, um, you get set and ready to go into your big-time first-game district game. And you take on the Plano Wildcats. Again, playing on different talent level of where they're at. And the Rowlett Eagles, when they move forward, they get the name of Forest Rangers in the first in the first uh, game within district. And you say, Sonny, how important is that? Well, right now, name of Forest has had the same record as the Rowlett Eagles in 0 and 2. So, and again, they get the advantage of playing a tougher out-of-district team than the Name and Forest Rangers. Um, so, the Name and Forest Rangers 0-2, they play VR Eaton uh, this week, and um, they... To not to disrespect the team that they're playing, but they're no playing no Wildcats. So, a little bit less as far as talent is concerned that the Name and Forest Rangers uh, 
you have seen in the out of district games because the first game they played McKinney Boyd, the same team that the Raleigh Eagles played last year in their opening game. They lost the game 45 to 7 and then uh, Prosper uh, just this past week and Prosper wiped them out. So an important game for uh, for Rowlett and then of course you know as far as what the Rowlett Eagles need to do going into district as the second game within district is North Garland and then South Garland and then they are on the bye and then they get to kind of like the meat of the schedule you know on October 18th after the bye uh, the uh, on October 11th, the weekend of October 11th, uh, they got the Wiley uh, Wildcats on October 18th. Then they got Garland, who actually is playing pretty good football right now, um, on October 25th um, at Williams Stadium. And then the Rowland Eagles will be at Homer B. Johnson Stadium taking on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. And then followed up with the last game of the season, the Saxe Mustang at Williams Stadium as well. So, um, when you see what's happening, uh, the game, uh, by the way, name and force, that game is over at um, Williams Stadium. North Garland is at Homer B. Johnson Stadium, and South Garland's also at Williams as well. So, when Wiley comes, they go over to Homer B. Johnson Stadium. So, that's the schedule. So, what are the Plano Wildcats about ready to to walk into? Well, the, the whole situation when you take a look at the uh, team itself and where they are, could they be better? Absolutely. I don't think anybody even doubts that. I don't even think the teams doubt that. I don't even think the coaches doubt that. I think they know that they could and should have something more. And we'll talk about a little bit of that when you take a look at what happened last week with the Rowlett Eagles. They were missing some pieces in the wide receiver position. Um, the Rowlett Eagles, unfortunately, did not have Antonio Hall in, in uh, uniform. Uh, we don't even know what that's about, whether it's an injury or whatever the case may be, disciplinary. We don't know. Uh, it don't matter. He wasn't on the football field. So it's really irrelevant why. It's whether or not will the Rowlett Eagles have him back. And that's going to be the big question going into this game in reality because when you take an Antonio uh, Hall out of the game, who's been with this varsity football team since the beginning of his uh, sophomore season, not having Antonio Hall in uniform is a big deal. So that is one thing. So that's going to be the big question going into this. Then the second question will be how, how will uh, Alex Rout be able to really um, you know, answer to what's going on. Guys, he, he's, his passing is 50%. He's 37 of 74. He's only got 307 yards in the two games that he played, but a key number, he doesn't have any touchdown passes, but a key number here is only one interception. Now, granted, when you look at it, the Raleigh Eagles only have two touchdowns out on the season, and one of them is through rushing with Alex Rout. Alex Rout rushing the football. He's 21 rushes, has 89 yards, and that touchdown. The only offensive touchdown they've scored in two games. The other touchdown came on a defensive pick six. So, obviously, there's one thing that needs to happen is the offense has got to get a little bit better. 
So when you take a look at it, it's Dwayne uh, Newton, 15 rushes, 43 yards for your Rowland Eagles. Charday Hunt in one game. He came back. He did not play in the first game, uh, but he played in this last game. Eight rushes, 22 yards. And then uh, Yardball, two catches, 10 yards. Mark that, rushes, uh, 10 yards. And uh, Harper, uh with one rush, seven yards, to Trayvon King with one rush and two yards as well. Now, wide receivers, again, Antonio Hall, eight catches, 100 yards, averaging 12.5, did not play last week, so we'll look for that one. Um, but 12 catches, 74 yards for Trevon King. Tarwa with four catches, uh, 34 yards, two catches for Newton out of the backfield, 24 yards. Yardball, three catches, 23 yards. Josh Rogers, two catches, 17 yards. Uh, Chargey Hunt out of the backfield, one catch, 16 yards. Hector Soto, three catches and 14 yards. And um, Harper with one catch, three yards. And Christian Morgan, one catch, two yards. Those are your offensive stats. Now, we've talked about it in the pregame show during the game the Raleigh Eagles even though the numbers do not look great as far as the defense is concerned the offense has been struggling so where we're seeing a lot of time out on the football field on the defensive side so believe me we understand when I, when I say we that's the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna completely understand what what you may th be thinking when we say the defense has you know, been the surprise part of this team. That having been said at the same time, you look at the uh, football team, the Raleigh Eagles, unfortunately, have given up 81 points as well. So average of about 40 points a game, that's not good. The number. But understanding football and realizing what's going on on the offensive side and the offensive struggles, uh, the fact of the matter is the defense actually is playing well. They've just wore out as they've been out on the football field for a long portion of time. So that's a big thing that you got to look out for the Rowland Eagles as well. Keeping your offense and defense, you know, and split that time up with them very well. Keep the offense out on the football field for more than, uh, you know, one or two drives, you know, you know, one or two opportunities at getting first downs. So, you know, long sustained um, drives as well are as important to keep the defense and let them get some air, let them get some oxygen in those lungs and some rest before they have to hit the football field. Those are all vital, especially in this game here tonight, because the Plano Wildcats are capable of wiping out any team 40 to nothing, 45 to 7, or whatever the case may be. They are equipped to do it, whether or not they'll get it done, that'll be the biggest question. That'll be whether or not the Rowland Eagles will show up. That will be if the Rowland Eagles are ready and mentally set to be in a position to where they can have positivity going into that first game against the name of Forest Rangers. So it's a very important game for both of those teams uh, for the success for the Raleigh Eagles. Could they lose this game, maybe even get wiped out against Plano and start off well against Neyman Forest? Absolutely they could. But obviously going into that game on a positive note with a victory against a very good quality football team will all the more help them as well in that game against Neyman Forest. And again, when you look at the standings of 
of the of this district. Okay, North Garland two and zero outside district one in one Saxe Lakeview Centennial and Garland one and one. The rest of the teams in the district are zero and two. That be Wiley, Rowlett, Neyman Forest, and South Garland all zero and two out up on the season. So. It's important for the Rowlett Eagles and what they're going to do. So, again, we talked. Let's talk a little bit about the games that are upcoming. VR uh, Eaton will be taking on the Neyman Forest Rangers. They will have that game over at Williams Stadium. The Lakeview Centennial Patriots will be over at Homer B. Johnson Stadium taking on Berkner. If we didn't have a game to call, I'd be at that game without question. Uh, by the way, the uh, name of Force game is Thursday night, just to let you know. And then on Friday, Saxe's on the road. They'll be taking on Plano East, another tough team within that district that the Rowlett Eagles are taking on the Plano Wildcats on. So um, some very important games that are happening uh, within district as well. Um, let's just to give you another shot. Um, Dallas Gisette, wide has them and that game will be played over at Wiley that that's that's going to be a huge game uh, up on top of it and then when you take a look at South Garland where they are they will be on the road they'll be taking on Molina and the Jaguars over that way uh, so that's where all the teams are going to be this week um, by the way yeah we did have Garland we knew where they were going so that's all the teams where they're going to be within the district so that having been said it, it's time for the Raleigh Eagles to step up and I think we're going to get it. I do. I, I, I'm walking into this game that hoping that they're going to get the victory more so than, man, I hope they can hang on and, and have a good outing. I think they will have a good outing. I hope they win. And if they lose, I hope they don't get destroyed. Um, and I don't think they will. I, I have a very positive feeling about this game. Um, and when I saw it on the schedule, I felt that that was a game that they could get out of district with a victory. The other two, I didn't necessarily see it. So we're, we're in pretty good shape. That having been said, so kind of look at what's going to happen here. So here on the pregame show, I'm going to go ahead. We're going to take the quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show here in the pregame show. Of course, again, that's being brought to you by the Bullet Experience over at the Jerry Bullet J, uh, Training Center. Melvin Bullet, guys, I say for the price, you might as well pay to be trained by the professionals and guys I'm telling you right now you can go anywhere and the prices are competitive and you might as again take advantage of the situation that you have with who is actually doing the training of course that would be Melvin Bullet, Terrence Bullet, and Jerry Bullet, and the fine staff that they got over there don't miss out on that check them out over at the Bullet Experience 8900 Princeton Road don't miss out and if you do miss out you would be missing out or you can call Melvin Melvin uh, Bullet at 214-326-7853 uh, to come in contact with him. So when we come back, we'll be talking to the head coach of your Rowlett Eagles varsity basketball team here in the pregame show. We're going to steal this from the pregame show and put it in our halftime show as well. So we'll check that part out as well. But so we'll take the quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles radio network. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. 
We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting located in Rowlett. Did you know that Perfection Body Sculpting doesn't just offer laser lipo and radio frequency for body contouring? We also offer cellulite reduction and skin tightening, as well as thermal lift and cosmetic and collagen facial creams, as well as top-of-the-line facial masks to help reduce fine wrinkles. There are also gift certificates as well as gift baskets with awesome products in it. Call today for your appointment and get three 24 gold facial masks with the purchase of a $69 consultation that includes a 30-minute laser lipo session. So contact 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionbodysculpt.com. Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. At the Jerry Bullet Training Center, we truly believe experience is the best teacher. With over 50 combined years of knowledge and experience in sports performance and athletic training, our coaches understand exactly what it takes to achieve your goals and excel at the next level. Contact Melvin Bullen at 214-326-7853 or visit their brand new facility just outside of Waterview at 8900 Princeton Road in Rowlett. There is nothing that beats good home-cooked barbecue. Since 1941, Dickey's Barbecue has done all the cooking and you take all the credit. Whether you want real Texas brisket, Virginia ham, southern pulled pork, or fall-off-the-bone ribs, Dickey's Barbecue is the place to go. Choose from our favorite sides of barbecue beans, creamy coleslaw, potato salad, jalapeno beans, and many more. Come see us today at our Rowlett location, 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110, in the Target Shopping Center. Whether you want to eat in or take it home, we will fix you up. Don't forget, for your next event, call the catering guy at 972-345-6424. That number again is 972-345-6424. Come visit us today at 5701 President George Bush Turnpike, Suite 110 in the Target Shopping Center. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash For lip-smacking, rib-tickling, knee-slapping, foot-stomping, great-tasting barbecue, Come see us at Dickie's Barbecue today.
the prospect of retirement can be exciting and scary at the same time. At Nest Egg Wealth Advisors, we have found many people either approaching or currently in retirement fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. What is it? How does it work? It's simply not a benefit that you start receiving at age 62. Because these decisions are so important, my firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy of Social Security Maximization, please give our office a call today at 972-412-6064 or visit us on the web at nestegadvice.com. Being taken for a ride? Check out Costlow Insurance, serving Texans since 1981. Bundle your home, auto, or business insurance to save a ton. Costlow Insurance on the corner of Main Street and Rowlett Road where we make insurance fun. Or check us out on the web at costlowinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show and the pregame show of your Rowland Eagles as they're on the road. They are taking on the Plano Wildcats. Now, guys, here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, we just don't cover the football. We actually started covering basketball before we started call, uh, calling uh uh, football. That having been said, that was up underneath the um, last year head coach Dan Blackman, and we're in line with the current head coach who take who actually took over st for Stan Blackman back in that day. Uh, we have on the head coach. It is Jason Bush. How you doing, Jason? I'm doing well, Sonny. Thank you for having me. How's everything? Uh, we're doing really good, and you know, going in looking forward to the next season. As you know, obviously it's a young football season now. You are actually out on the basketball courts now, getting set for your season that kicks off. You know, even in November, uh, before our coverage starts in January. Of course, we we uh, do some coverage in December as to get my cadence back for basketball calls. But you're actually on the court right now, getting preparing for this season. And how and what are you doing to prepare for this upcoming season in the 2019-2020 season? Well, yeah, you know, we're just uh, we're, we're taking everything in stride these first four or five weeks right here, and uh, it was good to get the guys back into uh, into school there in early August, and so we're we're right at practice number 21 uh, today, and uh, you know, it's it's good to get the guys acclimated to the speed with which we want to play. It's good to get the guys acclimated. There's some strength and conditioning that they might not have had over the summertime, and then and then just getting some shots up. Uh, you know, these these guys are uh, everything that we're going to do this year is going to be predicated upon uh, you know the outside shot and, and having the ability to hit some shots uh, from the outside. And so uh, you know we we've been hitting that really really hard. The guys have been uh, doing everything in their power each day to, to to push through fatigue, to push through some soreness, uh, maybe uh, maybe some tiredness. But uh, you know they they've done a great job. We've got some good leadership this year. And, and, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to November, December, January, and February. 
Now, talking about the team last year, you only had a few returning. If I'm not mistaken, it was like only three uh, that returned last year. This year, you get a little bit more of a return. That means more experience out up on the basketball court that had played last year. And, and of course, we, we can look at last year and uh, see what happened last year. It wasn't as successful as you probably would want it, and it wasn't as successful as far as the records were concerned of what you put up for your first five years there um, at uh, Rowlett. So it, it, describe a little bit about what the experience does with the young guys that were on the court last year coming into this year and the expectations. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it makes a huge difference to have some, uh, some guys returning with some experience. Uh, you know, we have eight guys that have played, played a huge role on uh, a huge amount of minutes last year. And, and just having those guys in the practice right now in terms of uh, the speed with which we want to compete at the drills and the speed with which we want to compete uh, uh, when we start working on uh, the press or anything in transition, you know, it's evident. You know, these guys know, uh, uh, you know, that they're each accountable uh, and not, not necessarily accountable to me, but accountable to each other in terms of, uh, uh, you know, being able to play the right way and being able to play at the right speed uh, each and every practice. And, and, you know, last year where we were, it was uh, difficult at times uh, because of the lack of experience. Uh, you can definitely tell the difference in these first 21 practices uh, we're able to push through some lulls in practice. We're able to push through some tough days. We're able to push through some soreness. And, and it's, it's evident because those guys that played last year, uh, they're the ones that are leading the charge. And so I'm, I've been very, very proud of, of everything so far. So w describe a little bit about last year. I mean, obviously not what you wanted, obviously not what the players wanted in reality. Um, were the expectations not met, or did you not know what to expect because of the youth that was happening out up on the basketball court compared to the years past when you kind of averaged about a 20-win uh, season uh, each and every year? Yeah, you know, uh, you know, as as you go along in this profession, uh, you know, no one's immune to to graduation, and no one's immune to 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 young men, uh, you know, leaving the program through attrition. And I, I think last year was our was our time to where where all that came to a head. Uh, you know, we had very little experience coming back. We had two returners, uh, excuse me, four returners, two starters coming back. Uh, you know, that that played a significant amount of time. Uh, but you know, four people does not make a basketball team. And, and so having those guys come up from the sub-varsity levels, who I was, I was very proud of, uh, you know, it, it, it took a little bit of time to, to, to make the adjustment from the speed of the 430 junior varsity game uh, and, the, the, you know, the, the 430 freshman game and, uh, and, and catch up to the varsity level. And so, you know, we, we were able to uh, uh, do what we do uh, each and every Tuesday and Friday and it's and it's only based on how we prepare, and and I feel that our preparation this year in these first 21 practices uh, trumps uh, everything that, that that we were attempting to do to do last year. That's not a knock on last year's team, but you know, like you were saying, experience means something, and and yep. these guys that are, uh, you know, these guys that are that are in here now, uh, you know, they they've been through the ringer, and and what's great is that uh, you know they, they've had a disappointing season, and no, we didn't reach expectations. And, and, and the expectation for this program is to compete in the highest part of the district and, and make the playoffs each and every year, and that will never change as long as I'm here. Uh, and, and so once, once we were able to put last season properly behind us, 
uh, in the spring, then we were able to get to work, uh, you know, on ourselves mentally and obviously on ourselves physically and, and within the game of basketball. And and the strides we made since then have been been huge. So, like I said, I've been I've been very very proud. Talk a little bit about what's happening early in the season. That, that's usually your tournament routes and where you're going uh, for those out-of-district tournaments. And never mind the Curtis Caldwell uh, Invitational. That's within district, but you also have some uh, out-of-district teams going in there. What is your schedule regarding some of the tournaments that you'll be playing in uh, coming this uh, November and December? Yeah, I'm, be, I'm very happy with our schedule. Uh, you know, that, that uh, second week of the season, second full, first full week of the season, we'll be headed to – uh, the Highland Park Scots Classic uh, down over there at, at, at HP High School. And, uh, you know, we were runner-up last year. We lost in the championship game. The year before yeah. that, we won in the championship game. So we, we feel that we've gone over there earlier in the season each of these last two years, and we've competed really well. And we want to continue to do that. Uh, it's a good tournament. It's good teams. Uh, it's very well hosted. And, and we just want to go out there and for the third year in a row have a, have a great showing, make it to that championship game. And then, and then pull out a championship. And then, uh, you know, later on in December over the Christmas break, we'll be back at the Allen tournament. And I, I couldn't think of a better tournament in the state, uh, that'll prepare you better for the, for the gauntlet of the, uh, of the district schedule. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's some unbelievable teams in this Allen tournament that come every year. And, and, and we enjoy, uh, getting out there and, and competing at a really high level against these guys. And, and like I said, um, boy, what a, what a great measuring stick right before district starts uh, to see where your team is at both physically and mentally and emotionally. And, uh, and that's why we enjoy that. They, they host a great tournament as well. And so, you know, those two, those two tournaments right there in November and December, um, you know, I, I think they bring us closer to our goals. And, and uh, the goal will always be here, uh, win a district championship and, and then try to advance as, as far as we can into the postseason. So, are you in the Curtis Caldwell Invitational this year, or is it planned this year um, as well uh, that that you have throughout the school? But obviously, a lot of main games happening over at the Curtis Caldwell Center. Yeah, yeah, we're we're still obligated to to participate in the Curtis Caldwell tournament, and and even if we weren't obligated, it's it's such a well-run tournament, and it and it represents the the Golden ISD in a, in a great capacity, and so we we would always want to be want to be part of it, and so yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll be the first week of December, first weekend in December, uh, you know, we'll we'll be over there, and and there'll be a couple games at Name and Force, and a couple games at the Curtis Caldwell Center, and the boys always love. Uh, or enjoy playing at the at the Curtis Colwell Center. You get a big game kind of feel and a big court with a big arena type uh, uh, environment, and uh, you know it's it, it's good. It's good to have those kids exposed to that early on in, in, in the event that you're in a playoff game in a, in a big arena somewhere, and and, and uh, you know they they've already you know met expectations on on that uh, at the Colwell Center, and so uh, you know it's a good tournament. Uh, there, there'll be a number of switch-ups on the teams this year, so you know we're you know we're not able to scout this early uh, some of the teams that are going to be there. But uh, you know, as soon as we get that bracket, we'll we'll pass it along to everybody on social media and and start preparing for that. That one's going to be good. We'll always enjoy the Curtis Caldwell Invitational that happens. Um, that, that being said, uh, the Raleigh Eagles right now, as far as the football season, out of district. And we, as me and the color commentator that we do football, know the importance of out of district teams coming to play. Um, describe what that is like for basketball. I think we understand it as far as football, especially in the out of district games that the Raleigh Eagles football team is playing. 
playing, obviously playing over in the district where Allen and Prosper and the Plano Wildcats, the game that we're covering tonight, uh, big-time district, out-of-district game there. How does dis- out-of-district games affect you and your basketball team going into district? Well, it, you know, it affects it tremendously. You know, we're fortunate here in DFW, like I'm sure Coach Stevens and the football uh, staff are, are in the same boat in that uh, we can go down the street pretty much in DFW and get a really, really good game. The, uh, the Metroplex area is unbelievably packed with uh, really good basketball. I, I, I consider it the best basketball in the state, uh, and I think the state champions over the last uh, 9, 10, 11 years have, have proven that, uh, that DFW can hold its own against anyone in the state. And so, uh, you know, you, you, you want to, if you're going to play basketball for me at Raleigh High School, you're going to come in and you're going to have a great non-district schedule in terms of the competition. We want to make sure that we're competing at the highest level. We want to make sure we get uh, the exposure uh, for these young men who, who are going above and beyond on the basketball court. And, and in order to do that, you've got to play some tough competition. And so, uh, you know, over the years, we've been uh, very, very fortunate uh, that I've built relationships with, with a, uh, a lot of these coaches around the area who are in charge of great programs. And, and we just continue to uh, have a home and home with them uh, every other year. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a vital part to the success in that if you're preparing early to play uh, good competition, then hopefully you're hitting your stride when when district starts and, and you're able to pull or glean some things from those early uh, games, those early non-district games that that provide tough competition. So, yeah, we'll, we'll always, we're never going to shy away over here uh, uh, from anyone, and, and, and I think uh, our, our schedule is as respectable as anybody around this area, and, and so it's just a matter of uh, preparing for it each day and, and, and getting through it and, and hopefully coming up top of some of these games talk a little bit about your spot this year a little bit you know we're going to see a lot of the same names from last year but you're also going to uh, have some fillers of about four or five spots uh, for, for fillers there this let us know who we can expect to hear from this year out up on the basketball court as far as maybe your your idea of who your starting guys are going to be and who we can hear um really um put forth effort and that may not be a starter is someone that we should keep an eye out for. Yeah. Well, you know, all, uh, all, all seniors that we've had so far have, have put in a great, uh, first, you know, four weeks, five weeks, uh, you know, they've been doing a good job. You know, uh, Will Burnett is, is a three year letterman. He's come in and he's, he's picked up kind of right where he's left off last year. Uh, UD and I am senior as well. He, he's second team, all district returning. He's picked up where he's left off and, these guys have just have, have gotten the ability to 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 have everyone kind of galvanize around them in terms of a of a positive atmosphere and a positive uh, positive practices each and every day. And so those two are the ones that stick out in terms of that. You know, if, if anybody has their starters made, Sonny, in 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 September on September 11th, then then they're a much better coach than I. You know, because because we're here and, and we're 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 competing every day and we're getting after. It. And like I said, those eight seniors are leading. Uh, us each and every day. Uh, senior Colton Collins has come in and he's kind of picked up, uh, picked up where he left off in terms of shooting and being able to score the ball uh, from last year. Torian Harris is another young man who's come in here and, and is just, uh, you know, he's starting to blossom and and he's starting to understand uh, just like the other guys that every day is important. You know, from from our practice during fourth period every single day 
uh, we don't want to take a possession off. We don't want to take a drill off. And that's, and that's what they're bought into. And so we're really, really excited about that. We'll have three to four guys coming up from, from the JV team last year who did, who did very well. And, and, you know, these young men played a lot of minutes. Uh, they played a lot of minutes and they played them at a high level. And so they've earned the right so far to be over there on the, on the court with the varsity guys. And, and, and we'll, we'll definitely look to, to, to get those guys in the mix. And so it's just, it's a matter of, uh, getting them to come every single day, getting them to come uh, zipped up and ready to go and to just kind of improve on what they did the day before. And I, I think we bought into that. So, like I said, I've been very, very proud. He is the head coach of the Raleigh Eagles varsity basketball team. He is Jason Bush. Jason, thanks for a couple of minutes here on the pregame show uh, for the Raleigh Eagles as they're taking on the Plano Wildcats. And good luck to you as you move forward and getting ready for this season, getting ready for those tournaments. Hopefully we can get out to some of those games before our coverage card starts, which is at the beginning of the 2020 season, so our year. So that being said, thanks for joining us, my friend. Great to hear your voice, honey. Thanks a lot. And, folks, that's going to do it for us here on the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles as they are taking on the Plano Wildcats. Coming to you live from Plano, Texas tomorrow. That having been said, Bill Cerna, the eagle-eyed Bill Cerna, is not feeling very well. He's under the weather. Hopefully, we will see him tomorrow at the game. So, that's going to do it for us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. This has been the pregame show. We'll catch you Friday night coming to you live from Wildcat Stadium in Plano, Texas. Until then, we'll see you then.